Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? Hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. You have made us number one, the biggest podcast in the world. Mikey A, it is draft week, my friend. Draft week! Yes, I mean, the high point for the Jets season. Every season. Yes. yes. <laughs> and listen, I don't know, like, Lindsay Zarniak was at ESPN for many, many years. Now, she has a podcast, she's doing great work, she married a host from the Today Show, they have a wonderful, beautiful family. Lindsay Zarniak, for me... One of the underrated sports center anchors of all time. Very funny, very clever, very knowledgeable, very comfortable on TV. Just polished, polished broadcaster. I don't know if people realize this, what she has done since she left ESPN, in addition to everything else she's doing, Mike, is she has poured herself into the NFL draft. And she has become one of the foremost NFL draft experts that we have in our industry. So we are going to, amongst everything else we're going to talk about with Lindsay. We're going to talk some NFL draft. How about that? I'm, I'm excited. I have so many questions. You do? Like, like who the Jets are going to take at number two, right? Uh, no, not 23. We all know who they're taking okay. at two. Who are they going to take at 23? You... I got my eye on some linemen, some DBs. Why are you looking at linemen? I'm looking at... I, wanna, I, want, I want her to break it all down. Okay, but I'm looking at like running backs. Why are you looking at linemen? You think the Jets need... Li- oh, you want a lineman to protect the quarterback, the new quarterback that you have, huh? Yeah, but they I, took I would, Becton last like, year. I would like for this quarterback. Yeah, but how about <laughs> I would like for the quarterback? But how about not to have the same thing happen to him? But how about we use the linemen that we took last year to protect last year's quarterback Sam Darnold? Did we use those linemen to protect this year's quarterback? How about that? I mean, what do you think? Uh, what do you, uh, I mean, that's a normal team's doing, Mike. I mean, I mean, <laughs> but we are not normal. All right. Well, that's Lindsay Zarniak. Who the Jets are taking at number twenty-two? Stugatz. It's 23, not 22. I just fucking said it. Oh, 23. Definitely take alignment. Stupidity! Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So, we have... 
always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone gather around, listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me, you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So I'm wondering, the artist and the athlete, Lindsay Zarniak, is with us. And I want to talk to you about the things you miss most about Miami in a second. But you have a, <laughs> <laughs> you have a weekly oh, podcast, The Artist and the Athlete. Uh, next week, and Miami fans will like this, Jimmy Butler and country singer Kane Brown are going to be on the show. What's the coolest combination you've made so far? Like the coolest oh, athlete-artist combination you've come up with so far? Okay, so female. Oh my God. Um, I would say it was Abby Wambach and Becky G, but also uh, because they're so polar opposite. But um, we had Alanis Morissette on, and she's like one of my all time favorites. And she was with Danica Patrick, and they were just in this headspace that was like, <laughs> I couldn't even understand half the words they were saying. But one of my favorites is um, Anthony Rizzo and Eddie Vedder because Eddie Vedder just geeked out in a way that I would never imagine Eddie Vedder would geek out. You know what I mean? His stories he was saying about like there was this one night they snuck into Wrigley and it was just whoa, 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 whoa! And the whole time I was just looking at him. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, just sing, just do whatever. You know, just wait, Lindsay. Hold on, I want I want to be clear. Mike, you had the same reaction I had. Are you telling me? I did too. <laughs> wait, Vedder geeked out on Rizzo? I mean, are you kidding me? Better geeked out on Rizzo in a way that he was so he was so cool. I'm not kidding. Rizzo had Rizzo had to go, and Eddie hung out to just talk baseball. Like he just wanted to talk baseball. And I had a million other things that I like. I'm like, I want to know everything. I want to know all the stuff about your songs. I want to know back in the day. I want to know you know, Chris Cornell and all that shit. And the thing with this is, you, you know, really it works when you stick to what yes, the connection yes. is, right? So for him and the whole reason he was geeking out is because he truly wanted to talk Ernie Banks in baseball and just, so the stuff they were, and it was fascinating because he's, you realize, oh my God, this is why you are who you are and why you are like so uber successful at what you do because everything he says just sounds yeah. like a beautiful song. And I was like, you know, so he was describing this um, story about being on Les John Lester's porch after they clinched the NLCS and they're all, he's playing guitar, singing songs to them and they're all hanging out. And it's like, you know, you just can't help but be taken right into that scene. And that was the story he told about the night that after that, um, Theo was like, oh, you want to go to Wrigley? 
And so he tells the story about sneaking into Wrigley with Theo Epstein and they're in the outfield. They lay on their backs. It's three 30 in the morning. They're staring up at the rooftops that surround Wrigley and they can still hear fans partying and cheering. And I was like, and that, that's a song I want to hear. Like, yes, I can see, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. it's just, anyway, I, so that was, that was really like, for me, that was the one that I was like, I probably need a shot of tequila before we do this. So that's a good job out of you because you realize like everyone asks out of you those questions. And so you had a connection point. You were a conduit to him geeking out over Anthony Rizzo and you just let it go, right? I did. Well, yeah, because you got it. You got to follow it. But honestly, yeah. like that, that's a part of it that like, yeah, when, when it's over, um, sometimes it's like, I feel like, okay, I've just like given birth to something, but I feel right. like, shit, did I leave all this stuff on the table? Because there are a million right. things that I would want to know, but you're right. Like it's, it's, it's not that interview. It's not the interview and the conversation about his history with Pearl Jam or, or whatever, you know, not having a father, whatever it is. It's his story about what baseball means to him and just like, all you know, so it was really cool. And it's been, it's been quite an the artist and the athlete. What am I coming on? I mean, I'm, I'm not an athlete, but what am I? Uh... Well, no, we you're can, not an we artist. Talk like you, are. you can be my golfer. You be my golfer. Who's your? Uh, my artist? artist would actually would it, would, it would either be Bob Weir, John Mayer, or Eddie Vedder, incidentally. So, <laughs> so let's go, John Mayer. Done. Because John Mayer is from Fairfield, up here in Connecticut. So maybe we could work something. Okay, out. Uh, listen, the, dream, <laughs> dream time. No, no, let's do this. I'll be, I'll be your professional golfer. Um, okay. And here's why I love Mayer so much. So I'm a big Grateful Dead fan, okay? I love the Grateful Dead, but I would play it around the house, and I have two twin daughters, and they're like, Dad, what the hell is this garbage you're playing all the time? And then Mayer joined the band. <laughs> and then suddenly the garbage I was playing became really, really cool to them. <laughs> Dude, you're legit. Yes. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Yes. He, I remember he was like the song, the um, the soundtrack for me when I was leaving college because I was moving to Atlanta, Georgia, and he had that, you know, that song "Why Georgia Why," and I would just like blast that in my car down the highway. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that would be huge. Okay. What What is the song you sing out loud in your car every time? I'm interested. What is the song? Is there a song for Lindsay? Oh my God, there are a lot. It depends on the day. Um, it probably is. Like today it was chain smokers because I was I was getting ready for something we're doing. But um Taylor Swift a lot of times. <laughs> I, just, I just love Taylor Swift. I can't hide it. But it's like her old school stuff that I like. So like when I try to tell myself, maybe you can sing. Um, those are the songs I sing and then I realize no, I'm very wrong. I, very wrong. I love it. What are you yours? Who do you sing? Oh my any well, I'm only the only two things I listen to are sports radio and the Grateful Dead. And so, you know, any dead song that comes on, there is no favorite dead song. I like them all. Uh, you know. Maybe uh, just breathe from from Pearl Jam is what I'll sing out loud oh, in my car. Okay. Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. So yeah. You were swooning the way I was swooning over Jack Nicholas the oh, second. You were swooning over Eddie Vedder. I mean, <laughs> that's how I felt over also like Alanis because I was just like, oh my. Here's what this is weird. It's like, and I, this is why you just said what you said about talking to Jack Nicholas or whoever. Like, you realize how much of a fabric of your youth and your like whatever it is that you follow these people and then you're around them and if they're if you're lucky enough to have them be as awesome as you think they are then it's like oh my god like yes. this is bad. and then when they share stuff that you haven't realized like 
I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, anyway, it is definitely an aha moment. And No, um, totally, totally. Yeah, it is. And I feel, uh, you, listen, I hope you realize that a very impressive resume, um, you do realize the most impressive thing on your impressive resume is co-hosting the George Michael Sports Machine, right? Thank you so much. You yes. got it. Yes. <laughs> That's like legendary type shit right there, Lindsay. I mean, seriously. Uh, um, I was looking around because somewhere here I've got George's. Um, he, hold on, don't go anywhere. Hold on. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. This is exciting. She is uh, running around the house right now looking for some George. Mike, do you know the George Michael Sports Machine? Are you familiar? I with don't. That? Okay, there was a time where there was a guy who stood beside like a robot, a machine, he and he would give you the weekly wham. sports highlights. Yes. Well, yeah. like, Lindsay, describe for Mike, who has no earthly idea what we're talking about, what the oh George God. Michael sports machine was. Mike, you're a puppy. That's the problem. You're so All right. So George Michael was um, in, in Washington, D.C. That was his base, right? So he was this legendary sportscaster in Washington, D.C., but at the same time, he hosted a show nationally called the George Michael Sports Machine. And it was before ESPN. It was right as that was like sort of a figment of an imagination, right? ESPN. So George would show highlights and he would use this big machine with a big red button. And he would be like, let me take you to Detroit. And he'd push the button. And then you would have highlights that ran and people had never seen highlights like this. Right. So he was a pioneer and he was quirky, but he was like honestly he is he is the best mentor i've ever had and ironically wow. when i left miami i left because george called me to go work in washington and i first turned that job down and i because because Stu, i didn't want to leave miami and <laughs> i felt like i'm like if i go to dc it's near my home like i'm going home and i'm leaving miami and in miami they were saying i was doing sports down there but they were saying to me okay well wait, we want you to stay. You can host this midday talk show. And to me, like that kind of thing sounded amazing. That was like a dream job. But um, George was like, Zarniak, come up here. You're going to learn everything. I'm going to tell you what you need. You're going to cover the Redskins. You're going to cover um, the national, you know, you're going to, it's going to be great. You're going to be a star. I'm going to interview whatever, it, you know, that's how he talked. Right. Um, so I kind of got scared away because I had agents and I had um, other people that were like, if you do this, he will be controlling. He will, you know, you're not going to get these opportunities to do stuff nationally. Like I had just been hired to do a heads up poker tournament for NBC. So this was like exciting. So I'm like, oh yeah. So I turned the job down and literally the day I did that, the moment I hung up the phone, I was like, oh shit. Like, do you know that book Stu, called The Princess and the Pea where she sleeps on a, the mattresses and there's a, they find out she's a princess because there's a pea in the bottom and only princesses know that there's a pea. No, you don't know that story. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, you're asking me about a book, exactly. Lindsay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> daughters. I thought you would have read the book. Anyway, I really knew. I just knew. Like, I had always really struggled with gut. Um, like, hey, what's your gut feeling? I don't know because I see some shiny objects, and um, and I just knew that I was like, oh my god, that was such like he he was giving me this entree <laughs> to come up there. Anyway, long story short, I'm in a car wash waiting outside. And I'm writing on a napkin what I'm going to say to him when I call him back. This is like three weeks later. <laughs> I've got to see if that opportunity still exists. And I actually have a, a dear friend at my station in Miami who walked me through it and was like, if you want to take this shot at getting that opportunity back, here's what you do. I don't know. He may hang up the phone on you, but he might not. And he didn't. And he was like, um, well, Zarniak, I, I've got to see what I can do. 
And then like a week later, he was like, yep, come on up. Anyway, it was the best experience because he was such a mentor, but he was like, he was gruff. But okay, this, here's what I want to show Yeah, you. I imagine he never called you Lindsay. It was always Zardiac right? yep. <laughs> in that voice, right? Okay, right. so what do you have? So what do you have? Yeah, Zardiac, and come his on. Wife, yeah. His wife, Pat, is was his writer. And he, we, we all had this sports office downstairs in the big NBC um, building where, ha- where network was also housed. So it was like this big building. George had the whole bottom floor just for sports. And on Sundays, because it was local going on there, but also like the local sports, but also the sports machine, everyone had to wear a tie. If you were, you know, not a man, then you had to wear just not jeans and everyone got a game. And you had to be there by 1230 because at one o'clock there was silence and you're all watching your football game or your baseball game and you're charting it. And so this is what I will save until I die. This is the George Michael sports machine football charting. Oh system. my God. <laughs> I am so insanely jealous. I, mean. I would use this in the station, but also when I was at the then Redskins, now Washington football team games, I would take it in the press box and it's got your spe- your special for your time code, your down, your yards to go like, this was religion. And then you had to turn this in at the end of the game. And um, and he would choose his plays. The editors would choose the plays based Amazing. off of it. So you had to like highlight it right, mark the close-ups, do all this stuff. And I mean, he was, he had a very uh, extremely specific system. So the beauty of the show was there was actually people doing work on it. He wasn't just putting things into a machine and it was spitting out highlights. Right. Right. <laughs> right exactly. Yeah. There was a little, right. Yeah. Mike, this there was, was Mike, you're but this was like Sports Center back in the day. I'm not even joking. Like Mike for a kid for a kid from New York or, or someone in Connecticut to see a Pistons highlight was a big deal back then. Yeah. And he would do um and he would he would change for the show in the back office. Everybody knew that, so you just didn't look. And he would have it catered for dinner every every Sunday. So the same place did it, Wagshaws. It was really good. Oh um, gosh. Yeah, it was fascinating. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. I'm glad you asked me about that because I have not touched this thing in like years. I'm glad that I asked uh, I I'm glad I asked you about it as well. The artist and the athlete weekly podcast, Lindsay Zardiac is with us. The artist and the athlete weekly podcast, Lindsay Zardiac, is with us. Um, the three things you miss most about Miami are what? <laughs> three. Um, I miss, I just miss sunshine mostly. I just mean in general, in any shape or form, because right. in Connecticut, it's very gray. So just so, the sun, right? Okay. I just, like, right, right. Like, I just miss being able to walk outside and stand in the sun for like five minutes. Oh, hi, come here. And I miss, um, what do I miss? I miss going to places like mansion or bed. All right. Like I'm 20. This is my daughter just came to say hi. She's saying hi. That's stupid. Hello. Hi. How are you? Okay. Hi. Okay. Hi. Right. Not to, listen, the daughter's on your yeah. lap. Not too many details about the mansion. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> no, no, but like, you know, just being able to, but that was a different life. That was a different life sure. for me. So, um, but I miss just the outdoor life, yes. like in the food. Yeah. The food is so good. Um, I just miss the vibe. I mean, but honestly, like visually, the thing I miss is going home and driving over the causeway and just the way it looks like with the lights and stuff, um, you know, but also the people. Okay. I always tell people who drive over that causeway, like, oh, it looks so nice. I go, yeah, but wait till you get inside of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait until you get in the belly of South Beach, right by the Clevelander. Okay. That's true. That's true. Right. That's where I know. I know. But um, where was I? I was in uh, Sunny Isles when I was there. So it was like sort of a way off. But then, but also just being able to go right down to South Beach, man, that was awesome. Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it's a cool place. It is a cool place. How often do you get down there? I go there every day because that's where we do the show from. We do it in the belly. That's where I do it. At the Cleveland Hotel. <laughs> right. So let's, 
just craft a little role for me there. Oh, done. And I don't care what I do. I'll just like. What do you mean? I'm, 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 uh, the artist and the athlete is coming over to me. That's what we're going to do. Okay, we're gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. We'll find in Miami again. I love it. Um, all right. So that's what you miss most about Miami. Is there a thing you miss most about ESPN? Um, I, well, Mm, being on TV. Right, right, <laughs> right. And those four <laughs> letters, I got, I got to tell you, I feel naked without the four letters. <laughs> without the what? The without four the four letters. letters, I feel a bit naked at times, you know? I mean, I mean, look, like, if we're just being honest, which we are, it's like, you, yeah, like, you're, you know, like, there are times that I'm like, man, especially when certain stuff happens and you're like, oh, I just wish I was, like, you know, on TV talking about this, doing what you do, whatever. So it's that, you know, of course, like I miss the people. There's like the people that I work with um, closely, you know, because we were like a team on the six o'clock show. It's like, obviously, it's kind of like family. You know, you work with the same people day in, day out. So I do miss that. Um, I, I definitely miss getting my hair and makeup done. I miss like just <laughs> presentable. No, and I'm serious. But I do like the interacting with different people. Like I remember when you guys would come on yes. the show at six. It was like such a feat when we could get you because you guys were such pain in the ass about who you would talk to, and it was like yes, and um, and it was like that stuff like that where you're just having fun, and you know I think that's the main thing. It's like you realize that okay, so to do what you do, you got to figure out where you're gonna do it, you know. So that's how about you? I don't know you. Uh, what do I miss most about ESPN? The cafeteria, uh, um, Greeny. <laughs> being a pain in the ass to everybody. <laughs> yeah, being a pain in the ass everyone. Yes. Scott Van Pelt. Uh, yes. Right. Oh, my God. Just the, the really, really just the four letters. The four letters are uh, they're very powerful. We enjoyed our time there. You enjoyed your time there. Dan and I enjoyed yeah. uh, our time. It's a great place to work. Um, we'll get you out of here in, in just a few minutes. Tell me... Uh, What's going on? You have a uh, you're hosting a new CBS uh, Saturday Night Primetime Racing Series SRX uh, that's premiering yeah. in June. What's going on there? Okay, so this is uh, Tony Stewart, the driver, has created with uh, Ray Evernham, legendary uh, team owner, um, and Sandy Montag, who's an agent in our business. He they've created SRX, which is a racing show. So it's going to be live every Saturday night, short tracks, and it is legends like Hall of Famers in different walks of racing, racing against each other who uh, in, in cars that are exactly the same. So it's going to be dirt tracks and asphalt, but they're short track, which I'm so pumped about because that is so much fun, especially like on a Saturday night. And we're going to all different tracks around the country um, for six weeks. So it's going to be on CBS you can see it in prime time and I'm going to, I'm hosting. So I'm super pumped and it's different, different analysts and some um, like celebrity analysts that are, that are jumping in All right, from time to time. All right. It'll be really cool. Very so. cool. So check that out and uh, make sure you listen to the weekly podcast, the artist and the athlete. Uh, before we get you out of here, you are a legend on Instagram for your comedy. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Before I forget, you just had stink on your podcast. I, first of all, I love your podcast, and I really love the artwork. I, I just did. want to say that's you, my favorite. What the picture of me on a toilet? I, mean, I do. <laughs> I you. just do. Like, I you. love the yellow behind it. I, I just think it's hilarious. Man, I have hats know. and stickers. You want me to mail you a few? I mean, yes. Yes. fun. Okay. You mail me, yeah, you mail me something, and I'll mail you something. And also, um, Stink is you know he was on my broadcast team for NFL for um, for with Fox. Yep. He was my analyst, and he is just amazing. That he guy. Is. Yes. Like listening yeah. to him talk. I don't know. 
I, like he doesn't sleep. I don't know what he, how he does. Everything. He's an animal. <laughs> he's a smart man. He's so smart. But like he'll be the guy you're talking at dinner. Like so, first of all, some of his stories, like I would almost be peeing myself because we would be getting ready to go to dinner and he would share some story about when he was with a team and like a practical joke he pulled, which I can't even repeat that stuff. I'm, I know. Get him to tell you the Kevin Costner story. I did. Oh, that's okay. The- all right. Stu doesn't know it. We're going to well, have uh, him tell uh, it next uh, time uh, it comes uh, on. Yes. It's one of my favorites. Yes. Yes. Wait, <laughs> Lindsay, you know the Costner story? You know it. Oh, you know yeah. it. Okay. Oh, that's all what right. I'm saying. The Costner story and there's a thermometer story. Okay. Mike, Mike, write that down. That I was I was with him when we had Kevin Costner on the show in the first time after, and Kevin remembered him, and it was so awkward. I have pictures of it. I'll have to send you a picture of Kevin Costner oh. looking at Mark side eye. <laughs> All right, but don't ruin the story. Okay? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, you got it. Oh my god! In fact, I think when we have Stink on, uh, we'll have you on, so you guys can see my reaction to this story, legendary story. Okay. Please, no, no, I have seriously, I have to see that because the other thing is when we when he told that story, we were in a bar getting ready to go out to dinner, our whole crew, and everyone's kind of like looking at me because I'm the only woman there. You know what I mean? And it's like so it's just hilarious. I love I love that he's just so real. Oh my god. The thermometer story is even better, I think. So Mike tells me you're gonna bring your uh, legendary Instagram comedy set to to stupidity here and tell us some really bad jokes. <laughs> Really bad. Well, it depends. I, I mean, certain age groups wouldn't find these bad, but that's okay. fine. But maybe okay. they do. Okay. All, right. All, All right. right. Are you ready? All right. So, so Lindsay is actually. <laughs> okay. You want me to read them, or are you gonna? Like, well, yeah, what you... you're gonna read them. Do you... okay. I'm gonna make this super fast. So the deal was, my kids. You know, I all of a sudden I had to start homeschooling, and because of the pandemic, and they, you know, kids are like athletes. They respond to routine. So I would write out their whole like day. Okay. You know, I would say like, okay, morning message jokes and i started incorporating jokes so i would do three <laughs> jokes a day and then give it to them so that's what we did so so i have a whole closet that's full of jokes like this so i just chose a few of my favorite for you oh, okay all right so i'll read them out. what noise does a plane bouncing on a trampoline make mike you want to guess the answer <laughs> i'm afraid to boy Boing, boing, boy, Boeing, Boeing, Boeing. <laughs> Very good. I love that you actually did work and wrote these down. This is fantastic. Oh, oh, these are the ones that were on Instagram. These are the originals. Okay. All right. Ready? Nothing. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I was confused. I was I'm going to throw a tomato at you. I'm going to throw a tomato at you. You told a punchline first. Okay. How do tacos say grace? I love this. Let us pray. That one kind of falls flat. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Okay. No, it I'll doesn't. Okay. I want to. I just want to remind the audience. She has written this down on paper with a black sharpie, and it is unbelievable. Why did the tomato turn red? Because it saw the salad dressing. <laughs> Because it saw the salad dressing. I got it. I got it. I didn't sell it correctly. You're right. That's why you should be telling the punchlines. You want to have your daughter read one? <laughs> yeah. Well, she can't read yet, but she can be. Okay, Sydney, wait. Let's see. Do you know okay. what joke? you have a favorite one? Yeah. Come oh, yeah. That's it. This is the greatest. What is it? Uh, so cute. Okay, say it loud. Say it loud. Ask the question. Hi. What was the snake's? 
favorite subject in school? Do you remember the answer? Say <laughs> it really loud. Ready? Say it with me. One, two, three. History. <laughs> Excellent and delivery by the daughter. My son is the one that like really loves these and he started to make them up. But I will send you, you send me, um, what are you sending me? What am I sending welcome. you? I forgot. Oh yeah, I'm sending you stupid. I'm sending you pictures of me sitting on the toilet. You send me some jokes, okay? <laughs> that is like what's going on. <laughs> oh god, uh, so I'm gonna great. send you jokes because we have I have joke packages. So. All right, done. So you send me jokes, and I will send you uh, pictures of me on the toilet. Uh, check out the podcast, The Artist and the Athlete. She'll also be hosting CBS's new Saturday Night Primetime Racing Series, SRX, premiering in June. Lindsay, you have a couple of pictures of me sitting on a toilet headed your way. Yes. I have some jokes headed my way. And yes, me and John Mayer on the podcast. How about that? Perfect. Breaking yes. Up. We're going to yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm right. going to bring you into this umbrella over here. Come down here and have fun, okay? Please, I will. Oh, my God, I'm dying to. Yes. One All right, so good to okay, see you. Thank you so Thanks. much. Good luck with everything. We'll be in touch, thank okay? You. you too, okay. Thank you so much. All right, Mike, how about that? That was a lot of fun, man. Artist and the athlete. I'm going to bring that under my umbrella as long as she gets me on with John Mayer. <laughs> how about that? I mean, she gets me and Mayer <laughs> on together. I'll bring that thing under my umbrella and give her, you know, a little stupidity rub, if you know what I'm saying, Mike, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's something we forgot to ask her. Something we talked about asking her. Who the Jets would take at 22? It's 23. <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> Draft coverage. <laughs> Stu Gouts here from my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.